0: I'm Vanessa Marshall, I play Harrison Doula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. a Star Wars Rebels podcast comprised of a wily crew of rogues that just really love Kanan Jarrus's hair. My name is Katrina Dennis, and with me are my two co-hosts, Jonah Marie Macias. Hey, Jonah. Hey. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right. You know, Kanan hair.
0: <laughs> Kanan hair, of course. Uh, and of course, the wonderful Jeremy Conrad. What is up, Jeremy? Hello. I am
2: uh, I'm excited to talk about Rebels. <laughs>
0: are you are you you sound kind of like oh rebels
2: Uh, i've just i've just had a really bad headache most of the last three days so
0: (laughs) oh i hear you i won't talk too loud then (laughs) the latest episode uh was super great so we won't waste too much time getting into it but i would i liked about the next two things we're going to talk about the episode that aired actually ties a little bit into the latest issue of the Kanan comics. So we're going to talk about both of those on the show today. First, of course, we're going to talk about the protector of Concord Dawn, the latest episode of star Wars rebels. And the second one in the second half of the second season of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: or if you
2: subscribe <laughs> on iTunes season three.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about that a little bit later. I do want to touch on that. Cause that's a little, a little, I'm sure you both and I have opinions on that. So, Let's go right into it. This particular episode focused on Sabine Wren, with some dashes of Hera and Kanan in there. The opening of the episode showed Hera monumentally failing at a mission, and it was so heartbreaking to like watch it happen to her. Like, oh, it's
1: like, it's like, pause. I know, I know, like all of the rebels like
0: died, except for that uh, one
1: guy. He miraculously like <laughs> survived.
0: Bye. Um, what did you guys what did you guys think of seeing Hera, you know, fail like that?
1: Well, this is the first time that we see her actually commanding Phoenix Squadron, right? Because there was a, a previous episode where she shows up, and this was for an install strike, when she shows up and she has two pilots behind her, and she says something to the extent of, you know, we're there for backup or pick you up when you when you need it. But we haven't really seen her in action with Phoenix Squadron. So this was the first time, and I'm sorry Hera, but it did not work out well. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I feel like Hera had good intentions, and I feel like she would have maneuvered that uh pretty well i mean she went in there no uh, relying on sabine saying that these guys follow their own rules so she went in thinking okay we can negotiate somehow because they might be against the empire for what they're doing in mandalore you know they're occupying mandalore but she did not expect that they would actually be aligned to the empire and that's what it blew up in her face and you literally you literally saw the emotion in her face like to, was it? Was it that Han said in in the cockpit in the Force Awakens? He said, "This is this not is
2: not he, how I thought today was gonna go."
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Grumpy voice. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't... I I think it's really cool, too, because this isn't the first time we've seen a, a major rebel pilot commander fail in a way like Hera's failure here reminds me a lot of, you know, without the focus put on him, what happened to Wedge in A New Hope? Like he lost most of his squadron that he was in charge of and took Han Solo and Luke mainly han solo providing the distraction to uh to get everybody (laughs) to safety and and wedge just had to book it out of there so I, i saw i saw those kind of cool little parallels and like it's really neat to see it happen from the commander's perspective and especially to someone like hera who usually just has it you know
2: everybody fails eventually right Yep.
0: True?
1: yeah but it's sad because the last time we oh uh, when they were taking supplies to that planet she had lost the, the the supplies and that ship and and then she was later on uh commended for getting that b-wing the blade wing so yeah you know she did something good but then we haven't seen her successfully do it since then and um uh, because there haven't been really any opportunities to see her in action with the rest of them so this was the first time seeing it and yeah it didn't work out <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, this is the part of the episode that worked for me, and we'll get into that a, a little bit later, I guess, but... I don't know why she would have thought they weren't aligned with the Empire. I kind of... As, on this show, whenever somebody is like, well, what if we do it this way and this is what happens? Well, then <laughs> then this is what's going to happen. Like, what if they are aligned with the Empire, but what if they're not? Every time they say something like that, if Kanan and Hera are going back and forth like that, I'm just like, yeah, they're definitely aligned with the Empire and we're going to see <laughs> somebody... <laughs> something bad's going to happen here. Like, I was actually kind of worried because I... I distinctly remember earlier in the season being like, guys, what if Hera dies? And disappointing both (laughs) of you. And when they were shooting (laughs) up her ship, I was like, oh, God, they're going to kill me.
0: (laughs) That came back to haunt me. I thought of that. Like, as I saw her floating in that ship, I was like, oh, no. And then I thought, no, 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 she can't die yet. She has to have that reunion with Cham. And that's like how But
2: maybe it was Cham introducing himself and then everybody would have kind of looked at each other <laughs> awkwardly and been like, Oh, <laughs> Oh,
1: <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that too. I was like, we got the trailer to fall back on. Cause there were some other snippets that we, 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 here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everyone but was really scared.
2: <laughs> I was most excited when they took her into the medical bay and two one B was there. I like squealed. I was like, ah, cause you, <laughs> I've always liked that character since I had the vintage figure and just oh, that that was great. And you
1: know that was act- that was actually voiced by Vanessa Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Someone brought it up to me the other day and I thought, "Man, that's so cool."
2: So talented.
0: It really, really is. I mean, that's that's why we have her at the beginning of our episodes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really I mean, like I think that this is this might even be something that comes back to haunt Hera in that future episode now that she's survived and she's going to see her dad again. It might be like that's her point to prove herself because, again, Vanessa herself said that there's a specific reason Hera will not and refuses to work with her father. So yeah. I, I think that, that that major failure might be something that we see come back to either haunt or inspire Hera in the in the future.
1: So true, so true. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that reunion. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah It should, it <laughs> should be. and I, I'm thinking since this week, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit is the, the quote-unquote Zeb episode. I think the episode after that is going to be that one, and then the last bit of the season is going to be all the Sith stuff. With Ezra yeah. and
1: the Ezra Don't Touch episode.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't touch Ezra.
0: Don't do the thing. I did the thing. Damn
2: or <laughs> or depending on your point of view, it's like, yeah, just just give it a little touch there. Just, <laughs> just with your finger.
0: <laughs> Ooh.
2: Whoa, yeah, never mind.
0: <laughs> so with with mom out of commission, we see Dad Kanan, step in and, Stepin, and well, they just I...
2: take his ponytail out just one time. <laughs> One time, one time, Dave. Come on, Dave. <laughs> one time.
1: I'll this give you one, all the monies you know. for just to let his hair out.
2: <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> if ever there was a time where I just wanted it when he saw Hera, I just wanted to see him pull that ponytail and shake his head and be like, Let's do this. <laughs> like Rambo style. Like just one time.
0: Let Caden's hair be free. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was it's I did. I wasn't really a huge fan of Kanan this episode because I feel like he was really pushy. Like I know that in his heart he he thinks that he's doing the right thing, and like you know for the most part he did really help. But it's just like to see him do go like, hold on, Sabine, I got this, and to like move Sabine out of the way and this and that, and I'm like, can you stop being a dad for like one second, like? Calm down with your dadness. He
1: was a total dad. Well, I mean, she wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. She <laughs> snuck in. <laughs> hey, dad. Yes, <laughs> I'm going with you.
2: <laughs> yep. But, but like, my favorite scene of the whole episode was when um, he's sitting in the, what is that, a bar? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah.
2: With Fen And they're just, I mean, that whole com that whole scene, I was like, "Oh, this is great! This is like classic Star Wars cantina sitting there type stuff," and I loved every second of that.
0: He just goes in and starts drinking that man's alcohol or soup, whatever. That, is. <laughs> that was soup. His alcohol <laughs> soup. Alcohol soup. <laughs> <It's> alcohol soup. <laughs> and the guy just refills it for him. Like, well, I guess this is happening. So here's more. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking, it's wonderful so i mean let's talk a little bit about that connection fenrao did appear in the latest issue of kanan where uh we saw the third battle of my Gito play out i thought it was really cool because i read the comic that morning and so then I, I. I saw it yeah so it See? was like oh this is- <laughs> <laughs> they
2: did that on purpose <laughs>
1: You yep. know, actually, I was reading a conversation on Twitter because uh, someone had asked Greg Wiseman and he's like, did you know that was going to happen? And Greg Wiseman said no. no uh, he specifically wrote nope.
2: <laughs> and then he <laughs>
1: and he tags I think our Leland Chi saw it and he's like yeah I, we had no idea that it was going to coincide on the same day
0: yeah
2: yeah,
1: now, yeah. <laughs> so, I like to think that only, it was coincidental
0: the only reason that I believe them is because uh, the Marvel comics have been shifted around so much that like this could have been something that was planned to come out in, like, January, like, early January, and then it happened now, as right. opposed to, like, when it was on schedule, so.
2: You mean they knew this was going to happen, so they shifted around their whole publishing schedule to fit <laughs> the <laughs> issue out
0: on that day. That's why we had all those delays. God damn it, Sven <laughs> <laughs> But
2: th- uh, what did you guys think of the Mando army he was... He had with him and their design thought, and everything.
0: I thought it was a good look at the Mandos that weren't like Death Eaters or uh, or Satine, basically, because we haven't gotten to spend a lot of time with them on TV, especially and in the new canon. So yeah.
1: I totally really want cool. Death Eaters to be in <laughs> canon now. <laughs> because oh, wait, they're, did they're I say Death Eater? P- yeah, you said Death <laughs> from Harry Potter.
2: I was gonna, I was gonna let that go. <laughs> I was-
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm no, like, I, it's mean, fine. I, I
1: got sorted I, into I, Slytherin I, the other day, so I have Harry Potter in my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I had, yeah, I had that Slytherin result yesterday. It's just been like in the back of my mind because it used to be Ravenclaw. So I'm having like a little bit of an identity crisis. Oh, but... no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's cool to see like act, like Mandalorian Mandalorians and not people who are part of specific squads or alliances though they are allied with the the empire because again like mandalorians were such a huge thing in the expanded universe and now to see even like a little sector of them and that's on the whole planet of mandalore like all of them (laughs) are just chill with the empire
1: right yeah i thought it was i I, they didn't really show that there were too many mandalorians on on the concord dawn's moon so i i thought Kanan had a good idea in not shooting them because if you shoot down uh, half the people that are there, that's half of your lines gone. <laughs>
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: I mean, he had a good good point in not shooting them, but uh, but yeah, I, I really liked the the establishing the whole, especially in Rebels Recon, the the episode that came after that discusses you know what happened. They really went into the the details of. the the breakdown of each of the Mandalorians' classes and whatnot, and the house and the clans, and I mean, I really want to know more. I want to see those those episodes from the later half, the the later seasons of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, where you know siege of Mandalore happens. I want to go back to that. Yes.
2: (laughs) I I think they're gonna touch on it. Do you think you, they'll tie that into the mall stuff at all?
1: Oh, I would hope so. Yeah, but I I like Mall seems to have left them at the end of Son of Dathomir. I don't think they he would have gone back, right? Do you think? No, not with no, that not necessarily. Departure. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I I would love for them to touch on that a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. He he should at least mention it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, I'm gonna unpopular opinion here. Like the one I posted yesterday, I think I have a Sabine problem. I I don't like Sabine very much.
1: <gasps> Interesting. Oh, I didn't see that. I would have been like, Jeremy, what are
0: you doing with your Oh you? no, and the I'm thing I posted kidding. yesterday
2: was that I didn't like Lost. I all
0: saw that, much. that and I was like, <laughs> Oh jeez, I don't know who you are. Did I invite you to be on this show? No, I don't know. Anyway, thought, well, so why? What 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 irks you about her? Because I've heard a lot of things that are like, oh, Sabine's this and that, but I I, I, I um, respect your opinion, so. it's
2: not so much. I guess it's just they're spending all of this time giving us hints to her backstory and everything. And to be really honest, she's the only one that they're really doing that with. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit of, okay, let's let's figure this out and show it already, because I'm getting really tired of not knowing everything about Sabine. Like we got the Kanan comic. We know about Kanan. We've got a pretty good idea of Hera. You know, we're getting Zeb. We know Ezra's backstory. Chopper, you know, he's a droid. (laughs) <laughs> so but and then also i don't like how kind of infallible sabine is
1: that's true mm. I, I noticed someone else comment on that as well that she hasn't really failed on anything no, Cara, she... you know who has who has had faults and and
0: mistakes hmm. even on the I mean, episode she the... getting shot in the head yeah <laughs> <But> that wasn't <laughs> really I... a mistake or a fault so i get it mm. but
2: i mean like even like that duel with fenral is just there's no i there was no like ending to it it was just like oh there was another thread to pull you know what I mean and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know I just don't I don't like the direction they're going with her at all
0: I, I-, I kind of you. agree with you I think it might be that they're overthinking like the action girl trope too much and they're overthinking how to get her out of it so they're trying to make a very compelling story behind her but it's yeah. not being executed the right way like that was spo- that was the episode I expected us to learn about sabine's past I expected yep. it to be Emotional. I expected it to be impactful that Sabine was interacting with Mandalorians. And it was more like, hey, you jerks. Haha! ha, I've got guns. You're dumb. And <laughs> it was like, oh, like I wanted to know so much about her. And I feel like that was such a missed opportunity.
2: Mm. And I'm sure we'll get another. And I think they even said as much after the episode on Rebels Recon and on Twitter, like just seeing people post that we're going to get more with the Mandalorians and especially Sabine. Mm-hmm. But I, I I saw like they fall to the myth of the Mando, you know, like the the Boba Fett was a Mando, so she's the Mando of the show. So we have to make her the most interesting and mysterious because Boba Fett was interesting and mysterious. So we have to play into that for the people who are watching the show that don't care about Kanan or don't care mm-hmm. about Hera. Because they're getting it so right with Hera. In my opinion, yeah. that it, it just doesn't make sense to me that they've gone this like infallible route with Sabine when they know they don't have to.
1: She does have stubborn qualities. Like there, there were moments where, in Out of Darkness, where she would go against Hera and try to find more information. So she does have her faults. Or her, you know, she's obstinate and she, she's. I don't no. know what I'm trying to get at, but I know what uh, you mean.
2: Yeah, and I the way they're handling her character right now is rubbing me the wrong way, and it's teetering on the edge of, okay, I just don't care anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. And I th- I think there's just, like, when you look at Sabine and when you look at Hera, like, Sabine is going to be the, Im- the immediate go-to for, like, who you want to market to little girls. Like, she is awesome. She's got all these colors. She's an artist. She's, like, uh, well-skilled uh, in, like, the martial arts and shooting, and she's, like, creative and talented, and she's, like, the perfect mold to like sell the little girls because she's everything that they that they can be she's but i feel everything. like that huh
2: <laughs> she's but that but that's what i'm saying like she's everything yeah. like exactly. focus it down and be exactly. like she like they i and i can see what you're saying Katrina they are trying to focus it down and be like she is a mando she is a mando she's a mandalorian and this is where she comes from and this is her heritage and this is why she went to but it's also right. like well But she's also an artist and she's also a martial artist and she was at the academy for a while. Why was she there? We don't know because she's a man alone. It's like (laughs) (laughs) just make her one thing and expand from that first like they did with Hera. Hera was a really good pilot and the the quote unquote mother of the ghost crew. And they've expanded from that in a beautiful way. That's what I wanted Mm -hmm. from Sabine and I'm not getting that and it's disappointing.
0: Yeah. Sabine doesn't need to be an action girl. She needs to be a person. So I totally like as much as I like Sabine, though, Hera is definitely my favorite out of the ladies on the cast. As much as I like Sabine, I feel like they put so much on her that if it's hard to even think of a way to make her human and faulted. And and now that she has all of these like this big wall of expectations as to who she is. It uh, Yeah, I, I totally agree that the sto- storytelling behind her is a little, is really wonky. So I, I hope that Sabine gets to be human and, uh, and faulted. And because I think that's what makes you like a character is seeing that they're, they're, they're like you and they screw up and, and it's okay to mess up because you can still be this hero. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I like that. That is what I was getting into is like, I I think that as a role model for little girls and the way they're positioning Sabine, she should have those faults. So I totally, totally agree with you on that. So overall thoughts on the episode before we move on to Kanan.
1: I enjoyed it. It was a lot of action, fun, uh, great banter between Sabine and Kanan and it was great seeing them together because we hadn't really seen them in an episode together in a mission uh, bonding like that. So I, I, I really liked it. There, yeah, there are certain things that I wish they could have done better, but I'm hopefully, hopefully we'll see some of that stuff evolve for the future.
2: Um, I really like the opening part. Um, if I, I, this is, Like I said, the Sabine stuff kind of took me out of it because then I started thinking about all that. But then when I saw Kanan jump on... Of that ship and slice it open with his saber and save everybody and jump into the I was like, okay, I'm back.
0: That was odd like he was like three feet away from outer space at that point.
2: (laughs) I was like, this is fantastic. I was like, now see, and if he wouldn't have had his dumb man bun, he could have like just think of all the different directions that his hair would have been flowing in that scene. (laughs)
0: His hair would have been everywhere. Sabine so could have, like, took a picture of that and Instagrammed it and been like, Hara, hey, wake up!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, one... T- like, at the end of the season, like, for us, I hope, like, after Ezra falls to the dark side or whatever oh, the hell's gonna happen... Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that the heart. <laughs> I, uh, I want them to... T- I want it to be, like, they rescue him and they're on the ghost and they're all like, ha, 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 what a crazy season and they're standing over Ahsoka's prone, dead body. And- <laughs> And, and they take, like, one of those, like, 80s sitcom photographs and it says greetings from space or whatever. And it's like, but Hayden's oh got, like, a Hawaiian shirt on and his hair's down.
1: I think Jeremy should be part of the story group. Yeah.
0: I yeah, think that'd I be agree. Awesome. That's what I want. Final uh, shot. The final shot is, like, them at Disneyland and, like, <laughs> Ahsoka's dead body on the ground, like, right in front of the Space Mountain. And then, like, Ezra setting it on fire because he's evil. Great!
2: Okay, quick, <laughs> quick tangent before we go into the comic dealing with the oh, yes. Ahsoka issue. Do you honestly see them extending some kind of battle with Ahsoka and Vader past whatever episode confrontation we get this year?
0: Um, you it mean really like... depends on.
2: Yeah do oh, you, do you, do you, do, you, do you think Ahsoka could hold her own against Vader, or do you think that we see her get cut down? Oh
1: man. <laughs> I really want her to, I feel like, like I mentioned last time, I feel like it's too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> we just got her. Uh, we, we did uh, Ahsoka Lives Day last April.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was like two days ago, wasn't it? It
1: was. Come on, guys.
2: <laughs> like, I'm, But that's what got me thinking about it, because I saw this, like, Ahsoka Lives exclamation point on Twitter. And I was just like. Guys, she's gonna be in a lightsaber duel with Anakin slash Darth Vader in like three weeks. (laughs)
1: Like three weeks.
0: (laughs) 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 really, I think that really depends on the outcome of what what happens here. Like, if Ahsoka lives, it's going to be for a a very specific reason, and I don't think Vader has the the sympathy or the empathy that he does by the time Empire Strikes Back rolls around. But... Yeah, like, I, I think this is Vader in his prime. This is Vader killing all everybody around him. This is, he is not screwed up yet. Like, everything is correct for Vader, and he is at the top of his game. And I think so- Ahsoka might shake him, especially because of the lines we heard in the, the trailer. But, like, it's going to be an absolute and complete miracle if she survives.
2: And then what the last thing I want is for them to be dueling... And, you know, it's about to end or whatever, or Ahsoka's about to die. And then, like, the ghost crew comes flying through the roof and she jumps onto the ship and Vader's just standing there and they watch each other as she leaves. And that's, I don't want that. I want, I want some finality here. Mm-hmm. Well, either mm-hmm. way.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely keeping yeah. my expectations uh, just a blank. I like, I don't want to form anything because then I might be disappointed. So, <laughs> as much as, I mean, I want her to live, but I honestly, like, I just don't. I'm not really thinking about it all that much. So stop asking that question, Jerry. Okay, sorry.
2: But, like just <laughs> every so-
0: J- Jerry's like,
1: "Who's gonna die? Who's gonna
2: yeah. die?" <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like at some point this season somebody kind of has to. Uh, yeah, someone I, has to. There's got to yeah. be stakes. Like that was one of the things I loved about the Clone Wars. You like the the Jedi would go in against Grievous, and you'd be like, "Oh, this is so great!" And like, all oh, the heroes!" And then Grievous would stab two of them, and it's like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> but, like, you know? <laughs> but like, I I don't feel as though the stakes are as high right now and I need them to be higher.
0: Yeah. And i that's I mean, that's the other thing about like if Ahsoka dies, I feel like that's going to be a very loaded episode with a lot of lore about how Ahsoka got to where she is, um, how she can hold her own against Vader. Like she knows Anakin's tricks, but like oh. Vader is a different person completely. And oh, just, the way I he just... moves is different.
2: just thought of the worst way for it to happen for for
0: no
1: jeremy (laughs) (laughs) i'm so bad
2: here here, here's the only acceptable way i'll accept their battle (laughs) to be interrupted is if rex jumps in front of her
0: oh god (gasps) oh why do you do this
2: that's the only interruption i could see hat like if rex is there on the premises and he sees it about to happen and he jumps in front
0: Oh my God! Oh I my need God. Ahsoka. Oh no, Ahsoka. Jesus, Jonah. Will your mother be with you when you watch oh, this? Yeah, I don't think so. But you need I, to have someone on hand to I'm, call an ambulance.
1: I'm gonna get one of those medical bracelets that I can push. <laughs> Tell me if I alert, like the, the life alert, like the ladies,
2: like the ladies in those old infomercials.
1: Yes, that's gonna be me. <laughs>
2: I'm, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I just that that's for me that would be the only interruption I would I would be like, okay, well that, that makes sense. Sorry.
0: Uh, let's talk about on. Kanan.
2: Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Keinen.
0: <laughs> Debbie Downer. Um, <laughs> so we've got uh, this is the tenth issue of Kanan to come out, the when we've got two more until the series Finishes, and while I am very sad about the series finishing, this issue was awesome. Like yeah. I, I, I was really happy to go like into battle with Deppa Balaba and like see her methodology too, which played a lot into what was going on here, and and also Kanan's relationships with the with the clones because we we saw it like Gray and Styles at the beginning, but Stance and what happened with him uh, that uh. was. Whew.
1: It's funny because at one point I thought, because at one point I thought he was going to die, and, and I'm like, okay, yay, he lived. And then at the very end, he dies. I'm like, oh, dang it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the life I, alert button.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stop. And <laughs> then all the clones have life alert by the end of their lives. 4. Yeah. I mean, 24, and I need life alert. <laughs> Oh, but the way I, I liked the way, again, Pepe LaRoz, uh you wonderful gem of a person. I yeah. uh, love the way, I hate to say it this way, but the way Stance died where it was slow and it was even yes. a little confusing. Like, yes. I it took me like two panels to go, oh, my God, he's really dying. And whew, it was really
2: effing dying.
0: He he's really... really effing arcing dying. <laughs> yeah,
2: no. I think Deppa was the MVP here.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely.
2: She's so calm. Like, I, I just she just seems so calm to me. And she was like, have she just looked at Kanan and was like, have fun. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> I just I, like I, I just it, loved it.
0: Yeah, I, I like it because it shows her kind of getting out of her previous failure. Like when we when she picked Kanan up and took him under her wing, she was like right out of a battle that she lost Every, almost everyone too. Um except Gray and Styles and like maybe I don't know two or two or three other guys. And uh, so it's cool to see her like kind of get up and go like, Oh no, I have this battle. Like this is I got this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's do this, guys.
0: Yeah. It was super, super cool. Um of course Hi we hids, saw Fen, I'm Rao. Fen Rao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fen Rao, the one panel wonder, showed yeah. up and that was that was really cool. Like I that 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 is one trope of Star Wars is the reinforcements coming at the in at the end. The rebels are coming, the resistance is coming, and right. you know, everyone's got their backs against the wall, but don't worry about it. Everyone's here, so like how how else would uh would they have gotten out of that? So I, I think that especially after the whole stance thing happening, we've already had enough sadness in this issue. So uh yeah. <laughs>
1: It was funny because when I was reading it in the morning before work, uh, it was like ten, five minutes before I had to open the door, and uh, I, I was reading the top of the page and I saw the ship. I'm like, that ship looks really familiar. Where have I seen that ship before? <laughs> and you know, I get to the point where they show Fenrir. I was like, oh my god, they did the thing. They, they brought <laughs> <it laughs> in the <a> character, <laughs> and I'm all by myself, so I'm I'm literally just talking to myself. I'm like, they did it. They did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, I gotta tweet this out. <laughs> oh,
0: I loved right.
2: it. All that was missing was uh Hi, I'm Finn Rao, and you can catch me later on tonight's episode of Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> Rebels at nine o'clock at uh, Disney XT. Uh, Disney
0: XD. Catch me on Disney xd <laughs> So we've we've got two more issues left. How do you guys think they're gonna wrap up this comic?
2: Sadly.
1: There, I mean, when the, it opened up, the 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 rebels were, you know, being surrounded by stormtroopers. So I don't know. I, I feel like there's still a little bit more to cover to end that. But then I, I want to see, <laughs> want to see Janice Casimir again. I don't know. I now. think we're
2: going to. I think in either the next issue or the last issue, the last he's issue? gonna bail the rebels out.
1: I hope so. And then what That's story my and then I wanna know what story comes after that. Come on, man, Marvel. Jeez. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I wanna like Greg i Greg Wiseman is a great writer and I love the way he writes these characters in this comic and that but like I'm going to pour one out for Pepe.
1: Yes. After this oh, series wow. is over
2: cuz he is born to draw Star Wars comics.
1: Definitely. And Dave Curio That's- actually with his coloring, he really Absolutely. brings it out. Yeah. yeah. So it's just That's such a kinetic
2: a kinetic read and I just I I've never read a Star Wars comic with such great action sequences in it and I'm just I'm really sad that it's going away. Cause... Like those
1: battle joys climbing up the. Like why can't? Why, <laughs> I, I, want, I want more of that.
0: <laughs> also, can get Pepe Larraz to do the Ahsoka comic, please. Yeah. Oh my
1: god, yes.
0: <laughs> not as
2: much hair to work with there, though.
1: No, yeah. Not, not yeah, a that's lot of true. Hair, no.
2: <laughs> Although, like well, in the panel have, where like, the rebels <laughs> in the panel where the rebels are getting shot at, I was like, okay. Now he's starting to do Ezra's hair, like, flowing a little bit. And I was like, Ezra hair time.
1: <laughs> oh, my you gosh. Know? I need to go back and look at that.
2: <laughs> if you lo- And if you look at the panels um, with Caleb in the past, like, I swear to you, he's doing the, like, panels where he's turning and looking with his hair ever so slightly to the side, just so we'll notice. <laughs> Dude,
0: wh- whoever's listening to this and can make videos, can someone please make a video when this comic ends of just, like all the great shots of Kanan's hair to, like, yes, the, the, the tune of, like, See You Again. And like, it's been a long yes. time <laughs> without you, my friend. That'd be <laughs> that would be
2: amazing.
0: That would be. I like, would it... give you $5 if you make that. <laughs> <laughs> Listener. Um, Listener person. I, I'm so... I'm gonna miss those battle scenes. Like, the the space battles and even, like, the Clone Wars battles that, that Laraz did were just, like, ridiculous and wonderful and there was some there was like a quality to them that's kind of, it kind of reminds me of like old uh, uh renaissance era paintings where like everyone is doing something different in the image mm. and you can like zoom in on certain spots of the battle and see some kind of other conflict going on so i really appreciated that a lot because it takes a lot for me to get like super duper into like war and battles and the way star wars does it and especially the way pepe Loraz did it uh With this comic, we're like, A+. Fantastic. So, let's see. Uh, Theory. Or actually, before we go into theories, let's talk a little bit about this Amazon issue and then we'll wrap up uh, with some theories and an outro and all that good formal stuff. Um, So, as of recent, uh, there has been... Some disheartening news for people who buy digital episodes of Star Wars Rebels. The second half of the season is now being factored as season three. And it's kind of weird because it starts with the latest episode and not even the Princess on Lethal episode. And fans are being asked to pay for a third season that has not started yet. And uh, so what are what, what are you guys thinking there?
1: I think the fans have a right to be angry because that wasn't really advertised all that well. Well, but I do want them to think it through a bit before giving the episode a one star because they didn't get the episode. Yeah,
2: that that's the yeah. kind of stuff that I can't get behind. Like yeah. they did the same thing with Aftermath when the book came out. Oh, this isn't the old expanding Universe or Legends, so I'm going to give this book one star without having even looked at the cover of it.
1: Right. So it's And like- that,
2: that's just wrong.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like, say Disney or Disney XZ or Lucasfilm, but it's just people keep using the title oh yeah star wars rebels did this and i'm like well you know the show the creators of the show i mean this is one of the things i was talking to my friend about earlier when press people ask dave filoni when is the second season going to air dave filoni had no idea when that second season was going (laughs) to air he's just responsible for you know developing the content every time Mm -hmm. he would be asked that question he'd look at you know the pr people because they're the ones who would know that the answer and sometimes they can't even say that answer until you know they 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 can. So it's like I, I I totally get it that people are mad, but at the same time know where to direct your anger and your frustrations so that way the people who are working hard on the show don't get the you know Vanessa Marshall is not gonna <laughs> know about this though. So don't direct your anger at her. Not that anyone has, but I'm just comparing it to that. So yeah, I'm I, sure I they have. Yeah,
2: I'm sure they have. <laughs> well, Dave's. Dave's like, guys, I'm already doing the Rex funeral episode for season three. <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> so it, Dave. I don't know when season two is going to air. <laughs> I
0: don't oh, know.
2: We've been done with that forever.
0: Yeah, that, definitely. Like, this is definitely something to write to to those retailers and especially to Disney and to Lucasfilm about. But this is not something that. You know, like this is a long-standing thing. If if people mass one-star Star Wars Rebels, it's not something that's that that's going to affect the marketing team. It's something that's going to affect the overall success of the show. Exactly. So if you're out there, people um, one-starring Star Wars Rebels, please don't. Please instead find some contact info where you can properly channel your complaints to Disney marketing or Disney PR and. I'm sure that they're also working. I've heard that they've like been working on on stuff like this. So I think that ultimately this was one of those horrible things that happen between the creators and then the process that gets to the marketing team and the process that gets to the sales team. Like, mm-hmm. there aren't just five people running Star Wars. There are very Departments. many. Departments. Um, <laughs> so so it's definitely like take 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 it to the right place
2: and it's for me too it just felt like another instance of this show just getting the short shrift yes Mm -hmm. like it's the it's everybody's like oh rebels what's that yeah it's like guys okay now the force awakens has been out there's this little TV show that apparently is in season three, according to you. You don't even know <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that people really do enjoy and like, and you guys need to give it the attention it deserves. So
0: true. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: All the I way also around. I just
0: think, like, <laughs> the idea that, like, uh, people see a Star Wars kid show and immediately put it down is just ridiculous because we were all Star Wars kids at some point, and uh, those of us who... Are fortunate enough to have lived in the days of old Star Wars cartoons. We're also Star Wars kids watching Star Wars kids shows. And and it's something that like you shouldn't discredit overall simply because it's for children, because ultimately if you watch the show, it is not necessarily. Um there's a lot I'm sure parents have had to explain.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's even Disney's fault. Like, did when was the last time you saw any promotion from Disney about this show? Like even like even watching the show on Disney XD. If you have the whatever that weird space show with Hal Sparks is that's on Disney XD before <laughs> Rebels, yeah. like they don't say like, "Hey, coming up next is Star Wars Rebels," or there's no commercials, there's nothing. No. I, I have a I have a three and a half year old daughter. We have Disney XD on all the time. They never have commercials stop for Star Wars Rebels. I've never seen one.
1: And then and then yeah. yeah, and they they have like a million other channels. Why aren't you advertising?
2: Yeah, air repeats in your
1: other channels.
2: Like, even last, mm-hmm. after last week's episode, they didn't even show scenes from next week's episode. They did
1: not. I noticed And I was that. like, is yeah. it
2: off next week again? I'd had to watch Rebels Recon to find out if was even on next week.
0: Mm-hmm. So true. All right, cool. So let's wrap it up with theories, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, do you guys have any specific Rebels fan theories or things that you'd like to bring up?
2: Oh, I think I've had enough for tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no,
1: no more Rebels theories with TFA, with The Force Awakens.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So let's play a quick game before before we go. I um on my other podcast, our our game was to guess and come up with the most insane fan theory for who Ray's mom is. My, for example, my my guess was that it is actually Obi Wan Kenobi who was impregnated uh because he's a seahorse. Um, he's part seahorse. Nobody knows. Yeah, his, his people. <laughs> Are part seahorse, right? And so like Padme and Obi Wan are like shacking up and then like Padme died and Obi Wan's like, all right, let me store this this egg and I'll bury it in the sand and it'll grow under a human someday. And that's how Ray came to be. So with that in mind, who do you think Sabine's mom is?
1: <laughs> it's clearly Chopper. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't wait for that Rebels Recon Chopper video where he's like looking at the pregnancy test. <laughs> And Andy, and Andy was like, oh, Chopper, why didn't you tell anybody? And Chopper was like, brah,
1: With captions. They should have captions for the audience. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 and then and Andy. Zeb's... The mo- and, Ze- and Zeb's the father. Oh,
1: <laughs> snap. In a past life, he was known as Ren. Zeb Ren. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Zeb Ren
1: that's his alter ego like he
2: like his like all the fur he has on is just like a suit (laughs) (laughs) or maybe maybe it's uh oh 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 maybe Hera disowned her father because he had an affair with somebody from clan Ren and he's Sabine's father Oh, Ooh,
1: snap. And they're okay. actually sisters. They have sisters. And
0: they're sisters. Oh, snap. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Uh, well, that- <laughs> Oh. Also,
2: when they cancel the Kanan comic, they're going to replace it with a four-issue um, miniseries based... Remember when Dark Horse did that Union miniseries with uh, Luke Skywalker marrying Mara Mar- Mar- Jade? Mm-hmm. They're going to mm-hmm. do one with Kanan and Hera getting married and it's going to be Yay. awesome. How about that for yeah. fan theory? Yeah.
0: That that is what I'd like.
2: But Darth Vader crashes in and kills everybody. Oh. <laughs> oh. And
1: then Hera, no, Hera survives and it'd be like a Kill Bill version.
2: <laughs> and then <laughs> like, it turns yeah. out that it turns out that Hera was like like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to retire to Alderaan." And then she, the show's like, "Hey, what's that beam?" <laughs> With like, no. an Alderaan
1: post no. up in here ties on Alderaan.
0: Oh, snap. We need, we need to put you into quarantine, <laughs> Jeremy. You, you're out of hand. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap this sucker up. Um, we're looking for a new network as an announcement. Uh, we're looking for a new home. So if you would like a Star Wars Rebels podcast on your Star Wars podcast network, please do contact us. Uh, contact hwtk at gmail.com. Again, the whole email is contact hwtk at gmail.com. If you are also uh, wanting to comment on the show or share your thoughts or questions on the latest episode or issue, feel free to email that particular email as well.
2: Send your insane fan theories. We'll read them.
0: Yes. Who's Sabine's mom? Who's yeah. Kanan's mom? Who's Chopper's mom? <laughs> Who's
2: Chopper's <laughs> mom? R2D2.
0: <laughs> Ray is Chopper's mom. Ray that's is Chopper's what, mom. That's what happened.
2: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, see, Chocolate that's the most insane champion. thing that's
2: been said on this show tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So where can we find you on the Internet, Jeremy?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Ohio and writing for the comic book nerd. We and Jonah.
1: You can find me on Twitter as at BlueJegyes and at TheWookieGunner.com.
0: And you guys can find me anywhere if you search for O-Katrina, O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. I'm on the Marvel Report uh, from a certain point of view and Woman Up podcast and a bunch of other things, too. But I am also here at hanging with Team Kanan, and you will find our episodes every week at some point before the new episode. I think that's about it. So thanks, everybody, and bye, and Chopper, what are you doing?